1: In that case, I pronounce
0: you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the Talk of the Town. I know you're going to dig this. I'm here with the Talk of the Town. We take you to the hometown Martinet in Brooklyn... Where
1: Bobby Millett and his orchestra
0: are offering a program of the Good evening. Good evening. Here with the talk the Yes, the middleman presents the talk of the town. I am your host, Nick Eaton, and for the first time in a long time, y'all, we got the whole crew here. I got my man Al Whitney. What up, what up? And as always, back there eating on some uh, some, some chicken noodle soup because his voice is a little scratchy. Got my man KG. What's going on, man? I'm sound like D.O.C. and the DOC. Man, you sounded like Samuel Jackson and Dango. Who is this nigga
1: on this man? <laughs>
0: hey, man, I'm just trying to get my voice back, man. I told you about yelling at them t v football games. You just don't realize it. <laughs> no, no. See, what happened was, and what G ain't trying to tell us is that G was probably at a Beyoncé concert last night somewhere, hollering and screaming <laughs> in the front got joke. got jokes, joke. What are you doing? I'm a single lady. I'm a single, single lady. <laughs> Y'all got jokes. I've been what What's so messed up about it is he probably lost his voice during the part that Solange came out. It wasn't even during the Beyonce song. It was while Solange ah, ah, damn. Ah, <laughs> damn. Y'all got
1: jokes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jokey jokes. <laughs> Oh man, oh man. Al what you been up to this week, man? I know it's been a busy week for you though. Oh yeah, man. Everything's been uh, been pretty busy over here, man. Just uh, just trying to take it in, man, trying to take it in. What's up with your boy Two Chains, man? Yeah, did he get arrested somewhere? I thought I saw that, uh... Yeah, over in uh Oklahoma, man, you know they you know I I don't know. I don't know if he had anything to do with it. But of course his name is gonna be on the headline, of course. But uh, 2 chains and 11 of his people that were on his tour bus Leaving from a performance that they had the other night With Lil Wayne and Tia in Oklahoma City Was arrested Um, They actually pulled the Well they didn't pull They arrested the driver And when the driver got off the bus The interior door shook and locked Immediately as soon as he closed the door so, they refused to get out the bus. They were on the bus for about nine hours, and then the police station went and got a warrant, and they eventually got the bus. But all of them were, you know, of course, out on bail, $2,000 bail per person or whatever. But uh, for what the, um, the sheriff reported was that other charges will be filed against them. So... I don't know what's going to happen after that. Cause, you know, this, this is the second time he's been uh, pulled over in a traffic stop in relation to some type of marijuana charge or paraphernalia. I guess, I guess my thing is, you, know, you didn't think they was going to to a black ass in Oklahoma? Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand why he, ain't, you know, so why he get the hell up out of there after the concert. You know what I'm saying? Let me explain something to all our fellow artists out there. Let let me explain something to y'all. If you do urban music, and we're talking about rap, hip-hop, R&B, EDM, Neo-Soul, whatever the case may be, if you're in a place like Oklahoma, Nebraska, Arkansas, Arizona, tread lightly. Hmm. Think about that before you go over there. This ain't Atlanta. They're not going to let you just pass on because you're 2 chained. Right <sighs> is less Anyway like Well on some positive news in black, history, in, uh, in, in, in black people news this week We got some good sales going on uh, Kate Michelle comes in at number 2 On the Billboard charts with her new album Rebellion Souls uh, She comes in at number 2 with 68,000 copies sold That set is led by the single DSOP. Uh, I listened to the album this morning and I got to say man I'm she did a thing.
1: Okay, okay, I was I was
0: nervous. Is it is it a true R and B album or is it a pop R and B with a little rap R and B album? Mm-mm. It's, it's R and B. It's got a hip hop right. edge to it, but it's R and B. I, I, and I hate to liken her to this because she always used comparisons to her. But I, she put me in the mind of Keisha Cole's first album, the way it is. Hmm. You know, okay. it's R and B, but it's got some edge to it. You know she, she's really doing the same thing. So I can say this, and y'all know I don't endorse albums much, but I will say, King Shell's album is nice. Y'all need to check it out. In stores right now, number two on the Billboard charts. Not far behind her, Robin. Huh? So oh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just being honest, man. Oh, and when y'all get a chance, check out her song "Pay My Bills." I promise you, it's not what you think. I hmm. promise you, it's not what you think. Just check out the song. You'll thank me uh, you later. Uh, coming in at number four is my man Robin Thicke with his album, Blurred Lines. He comes in with 46,000 albums sold this week. Robin Thicke is on a major role right now. His song, Blurred Lines, is killing the Billboard charts. I mean, he's he's doing his thing, and, you know, he he's giving all his credit. He's saying, look, it was a Marvin Gaye-inspired track. No, he did not illegally sample anything, but it was inspired by Marvin Gaye. who was one of his big inspirations, so... I like to see people who actually give it up. You know, a lot of times our middleman deficient um, singing counterparts don't like to give up, you know, their inspirations and how they were, you know, thinking about doing something. But Robin Thicke, man, unlike a lot of people, he's not trying to be a pop artist. He's an R&B artist to the core. So big up for Robin Thicke and uh, what he's still doing. Not far behind him is my man, Jay-Z. Magna Carter, the Holy Grail, comes in at number six with 37,000 copies sold. The set is already platinum plus. It's heading towards uh, double platinum. And um, he actually rounds out the top ten for this week. <coughs> so, well, uh, it's, you know, pretty good pretty good for urban releases this week. You know, a couple of other things yeah. on Billboard charts. Everything else was country and, and uh, kids stuff, so. All right, All right. You know how that goes. Mm. But... Yo, so, I have to say this, man Because I, I really want to get right into it Our topic today Now, I know everybody looks at me and says Oh, Nick Eden, he is the R&B cat of the middleman." You know, you listen to my show Tuesday morning takeover every Tuesday From 10 to 12, you hear R&B You hear me talk about all right. R&B all the time But I really do love hip-hop And I'm a fan of hip-hop crew So I'm excited about this show today So i say we get right into it What do you think, fellas? Hey,
1: let's, let's roll
0: all right, I know my man KG got a clip going for, for us. We can go ahead and crank it up. We are right into it. All right, this clip right here, and we gonna play. Got a little into it. I'm gonna just let y'all know. I want y'all to get your pins and pads out and write down some of these crews. Are they your favorite? Which ones are? The, which ones are the best? Which ones do you guys like the most? Which ones do you remember? Like, man, whatever happened to them? Some of you may not even recognize the voices. But check out this clip right here. This is Hip Hop Best Cruise. It's just a little montage of all these different groups over time. Check it out. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show blog. What is this, man? I talk to Time. My bad. <laughs> And it's clear this some busts ass bass, I'm looking to cast this year. Mega belly put a mob in my weed, killing busters, and it's my motherfucking job. Him me, lyrically fatally driven niggas report missing. My competition dead or in Back then, I was turning on me, thought we was homie, but you were saying y'all were this. You got it. Early in the morning, hopping to the b and I got 44 ways to get paid Sitting in my lap as I roll up the constant block To scoop up red, I heard shots And bow down, when I come to your town Bow down, bow down. when i went with Bow down, cause I ain't a hater like you Bow down, to a nigga that's greater than you Hey, J, what's up, love, nigga, wood. You got your blue suit, you got your knives. But if you pop one time, i Back up, tight, and I'm in my eyes. Take heart of a master plan on how to bust some bitch and date. Like the Buddha, devil's come in with a living day. The triple six months for you, you sorry for none of you dirty hoes. I'm bugging out, but let me get back because the wet wetting niggas. So fun and tell the others cause we all the brothers. I learned how to build likes in my workshop class. So give me the solar and let's not make it to last. Two. Uh, I'm I'm hugging that payment for paper. They was shoveling payments for neighbors. I never made it to them 5 on 5. They was playing live, I was trying to stay live. The penitentiary cell, I'm making dog with bells. Ain't hard to tell. But it's the M.I. Cricket Lester coming around the South, rolling straight. Amazon bows and that old southern please, Ain't nothing but incense in my atmosphere. I'm being a in my lag boss, cause I'll that's how we been rolling here. Nonsense, perseverance, prayers, with fear everywhere. Two triple A, M- it oh, might feel good, it might sound a little something. But damn the game, if it don't mean nothing, what is game? Who got game? Where's the game in life? M y- C T A real nigga. Polo, fuck that heel figure. Made myself a ghetto star On the slab, sipping bar smoking weed, sellin' white And mother nigga shit don't come back right That's how niggas get popped trying to get the cheaper price In My niggas that bang up In the middle of the jacks All they and roll came G up, poking tough on the turn, huh? Long jaws and some jeans Fuck a butt and a bitch yeah, yeah. you, So the stash box is picking up to squeeze and Yeah, I'm feeling new, but I demand some cause I already wear your advance on my neck. Yeah, that Almighty and me. All can change this time I come out the south flat like a stop from engaging till your body sound class said the class lag come loty beat bring the beat Stop me flavor sound out of beat tight sitting in the clubs with you wishing in your tip before the shit popped off cuz he ain' got your best interest. I'm turning it back handsmith in the beginning I wasn't certain but that nigga stay observing and I said come Something to I'm about like one of the rawest niggas that ever touched the mic city stay mad at me I'm getting high miss like right the hotel with a couple of bankers getting right get lit, get full of that light green, sticky up, shit up. See them cubans don't care what y'all niggas do huh? Cause I mean never ran with your crew While you acting all spicy and shiesty The only Italians you knew was these Niggas price me, I'm keeping it clean It's the a knockout, definition of original baby gangsta. I push me like you hard motherfucker, I'ma bank ya ya with my fucking shank if I have to My DJ cuts with Cheerio, Cheerio Grand Cheerio, it's a must that I bust and he might get your hand to me. It's inherited, it runs in the family. And that was the hip hop dance crews. I'm not gonna say that those were the best crews. But at the same time, those were a lot of clues you guys can go back and check out and listen to right there. Now yeah, 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 I got most Y'all yep. see okay. all over here dancing. <laughs> hey man, you know what I'm saying? Like some of the song brought me back, man. I see, I, I see. Uh, Tuckers well, on the ball My Adidas with shoelaces out, man. Now, can <laughs> I give y'all a quick rundown on who we heard right there? Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, Heard uh Mo Thugs, Speed Not Monsters, Wu Tang, Bone Thugs and Harmony, The Outlaws, that was the Tupac y'all was in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Crucial Conflict, West Side Connection, NWA, Three Six Mafia, Tribe Call Quest, Uh Let's see, G Unit, Rough Riders, Uh What It was The uh, Dog Pound, Mob feet Outcast, Public Enemy. UGK Dipset Lil Johnny Eastside Boys Hot Boys uh, Roots D12 MJG 8ball De La Soul Eric B and Rakim and the greatest group of ever all times in my opinion Run DMC well um, well you know what let, let, let me throw a little not controversy but let me throw a little swerve into this whole thing now let me ask you something. Would you consider the, a lot of these a hip hop crew or a hip hop group? And the reason that I ask that because I always kinda of, I always kinda of looked at them as two different things. You know okay. what I mean? You had your hip hop crews, you had your hip hop groups, and then you had your yeah. hip hop roster. And and, right. and to me what I what I've always felt was the ultimate hip hop crew was Wu Tang Clan. That's my favorite hip hop crew of all time. Yeah. You know, this was yeah, a this was a them. collection of artists who had their own things going on, but when they came together, you know, it was all about the woo. You know, a hip hop group. You know, I would go with just like you know, K.G. and African, African, Run D.M.C. I would I would go with the, uh, you know, I, I would I would go with the, the the U.G.K.s. Like to me, okay, prime example, outcast was a hip hop group. The Dungeon Family was a hip hop group. You get what I'm saying? Right, exactly, you know, definitely.
1: definitely.
0: You you get what I'm saying? As opposed to a hip-hop roster, like a a G-Unit, where, you know, yeah, they did a group album, but this is more, you know, this is 50 Cent, and this is his artist that he's trying to set up and put out. You get what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. So, while a lot of those, I love them, but I wouldn't consider them all hip-hop crew. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's just my little perspective on it. Right, right. Um... I mean, there there were a lot of, you know what I'm saying, hip-hop crews and, and you know, groups, but, um, you know, back in the day, you got to think about, you know, when N.W.A. formed. You got, um, you got Grandmaster Flash, The Furious Five, you know what I'm saying? You got the crew. you got, um... I mean, B.D.P.? You, B.D.P., The Doll Pound. you got two live crews, you know, you... I mean, you, you got screwed up quick, um, man. there's so many crews out there that that consist of, you know, artists that did certain things and did different things when they were done in, individually, or maybe duos or something like that that comprise of a full group. And then, um, like, I also want to, the whole question with like how labels are coming and making it look like they are a crew. Just like how, you know what I'm saying, how Maybach Music is, how Bad Boy is, how Young Money is, how Cash is, how Cash Money was, you know, how Suave House was, how Rap-A-Lot was, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, those labels, to me, like, they gathered, I guess you would say the best artists in their eyes and formed them as, like, like a powerhouse-like food situation. So, but, I mean, who, who do you think out of the different had the most collective body as far as the best crew in general. You know, out of the West, the South, the Deep South, the East, Midwest. When you say the best, do you mean from success or do you mean from um, content? Just just in your opinion, I'm not even like, like, album sales is like really You can't put that out there because like, you got one artist and one group <clears throat> that kept that whole clique have better at so I look at it as like who you know who who in your opinion was the best crew or the or the best label. Um, I think one of the most successful for the short reign was uh um how can I um uh, what's the name? Um uh, um one sugar knight ran. Oh Death Row oh, Def- Death Row. I think Death Row was one of the most successful over a period of time. I think One of the ones that had a a very good run was uh, No Limit. Yeah. Right, right, right. One of the most international ones is, like Nick said, the Wu. Wu was like, they they were very dominant in that time. Uh, To me, Wu-Tang was the ultimate hip-hop crew. It's like I said, because one thing that Al said a little earlier it's like you had one artist carrying a lot of these hip hop crews, and, you know, he was a reason for the sale. Like with Wu Tang, you could hear Wu Tang's song and be like, dang, you know, Ghostface killed Raekwon on that, or Ghostface killed Method Man on that. But then you turn around, and then when this time, for it, when they start dropping their solo album, you're like, nah, Method Man's album was hotter than Raekwon's, or hotter than Ghostface, you know, so it wasn't really like one person that was killing the entire thing. I think a good example of what Al was talking about was, uh, just taking it to some modern-day times with boys in the hood. You knew that young Jeezy was a standout star. Hands down. Yeah. You know, it wasn't that many people, and I'm not being funny, all respect to him, but it wasn't that many people like, man, I can't wait to get their, uh, that, that Duke out for that. Uh, I, right. <laughs> right. You get know what I'm saying? But the right. difference, and I, I think it shows, uh, with the exception, and even though he used to be Scientism, with the exception of Jeezy, everybody else was to show nuff slash block Entertainment. You get what I'm saying? Jeezy had his own yes. situation with Death Jam. I think right. that crews work the best with everybody has their own thing going. Because it's like, okay, we're together as a group. But when we break apart... Like, my favorite hip-hop crew right now is Slaughterhouse. Hands down. That's, Slaughterhouse? Like, that's my favorite, that's my favorite they, hip-hop crew. But they ain't doing nothing, though. They, 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 they're they, on their solo kicks right album. now. You gotta think. Joe Budden just put up 100,000 independent on his solo album. I understand what it. Slaughterhouse like, does is they do, they do their thing individually. They come together, they do their Slaughterhouse album, and then they go back. Like you got to think, the music business has evolved so much. To me, they're the modern day formula for what a hip hop crew should do, because you have your each one of them has their core fans, right. in their core areas. And you know, if you hear Slaughterhouse albums, you know that six to, six to eight months later, you're gonna hear a Joel Ortiz project. For a Crooked Eye project, or a Royce Five yep. Nine project, or a Joe Button project, so right. they're keeping their set, their core fan bases going and bringing them together for that slaughterhouse. Prime example: you're not going to see Joe Button in Detroit if he's not with Royce Five Nine. Well, you're not going to see you're not going to see you know Crooked Eye in New York unless he's with Joe Button or with Joe Ortiz. Like they, they're not outshining each other. I mean Joe has a little bit more shine because he was on Love and Hip Hop, but overall they're not outshining each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 'cause even even when, you know, Slaughterhouse came out, like I didn't even know who Joel Ortiz was. I knew the other Well, people. you know, I'm like a big East Coast fan, so I've been on Joel for a minute. Yeah, he's and one of the I hottest cats that was like underground for a minute up there. Oh, yeah, I didn't know who he was. I just thought he just came out of nowhere. Like, okay, maybe somebody knew somebody that knew somebody. But I didn't know who he was. You know, I had to go back and actually, like, look him up to find out who he was. So I was going to find out, like, what made them a group, you know what I'm saying, in general. Because they, I mean, of course, you got your different, you know, people that came from different areas or whatever. But um, to me, it was like... I thought they was trying to do something from you know like from outside looking in, not even listening to their music. I thought it was copying G Unit, when G Unit had artists from different areas that came together. That's what I thought was was about to happen. You know, like we're gonna be like the group that G Unit should have been. Do you feel that way, me? I think that was a smart formula, but that it kind of have it could have been the premise, you know, but them it guys. I think yeah. overall, man, it was just a bunch of lyrical cats that, you know, somewhere behind somewhere they was like, let's put these lyrical cats together, which you know Eminem had a lot to do with that. Right. Yep. Because, yeah. I mean, think about it. The first album came out on E1, but then, you know, a couple of years later, they, they signed with Shady. You get what I'm saying? Right. And I, I do think Eminem right. had a lot to do with it. But I think if Eminem right. would have been in the group, it would have completely overshadowed them. hmm Exactly just like D-12 it it'd been another D-12 yep right right so what do you feel yeah. about like like what what makes a crew strong like what makes a crew strong with their base like we know the situation with Nelly and the St. Lunatic that's a great example of a crew or a group that didn't make it only one really just really just made it and, and that was Nelly now of course all of them thrived off of Nelly doing other things to keep you know, the foundation going. But when Ollie tried to do solo, when Murphy Lee tried to go solo, I mean it wasn't it wasn't like Nelly. Well I think I think what happened was and I'm I, if I'm not mistaken and I really think that Charlie's probably more, you know, versed in this particular story. I think that it was a situation, you know, they came as a group and Universal was like, Well we want Nelly. And if y'all can, if Nelly can at least go gold, then we'll do a St. Louis out. album. They didn't think he was going to do 10 million. True. I don't care what anybody says, because you got to think. You know, But Nelly was the soldier boy of his era. Right, right. Nelly was the soldier boy of his era, because everybody was like, nah, no, dude can't rap. You know, he, he's not this, he's not that. You know, they were like, if he can just go gold, at least go gold then we'll do a St. Louisix project. And then from there it was just kinda like classic solo artist breakout. He came out, he did a thing and it was like, wait, we gotta ride this whole Nelly thing as far as we can ride it. But you know one thing though, what I what I feel that made them guys strong was the fact that they the core group of those guys were in unison when it came to we're gonna support Nelly because the label was like we wanna go with him first. I think that's one thing that made those guys wrong, and you know, even though I know like tonight we're talking about crews, but we can also add groups in there too. you know a lot of these groups you know, even if we look at OutKast you know when those two were put together, which a lot of people don't realize they were put together, and from you know some of the guys that talk around here, I did not know Silo was supposed to be a part of OutKast now imagine hmm. that, but. You know, working together from the beginning and, and bonding together, man, and going through the trials, I think that would right. made a lot of those guys respectable amongst each other. But, you know, maybe later on in their careers, after being around each other so long and not having that breakaway, because once you get caught up in the crew or group mentality, or you're part of that and that's all people see, all of a sudden you look around, you know, and these guys are not together no more because they've just been around each other so much and not had they a chance to, to spread point. their wings and fly. Right, right. Now, let's take for instance, um, N.W.A. Now, we all know how N.W.A. came in, you know, powerful. Powerful for us. But then, of course, when the contracts are thrown their face, you know, of course, Cube left. But... On the back end, like, you know, before all of this happened, like, you know what I'm saying, like, what do you think, like, really kept them together? Because you got all guys that were really, to me, I mean, I mean, if you look at them, all of them were headstrong in their own way, right? Yeah. Nick, but, I, I don't know if you remember this, but they had a documentary on those guys. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think the thing that, that they were saying that made them close, they had a verbal agreement of, we're going to do this together. you know? Right. And Ice Cube was somewhat partially the glue of everything because he wrote a majority of the rhymes. Right. So right. when you start looking at money and, and contractual agreements, which, you know, a lot of these guys are not, uh, you know, just smart enough to really, just call it what it is. They was not smart enough to look at the contract. They're looking at, hey, man, these dudes giving us $70,000. I'm about $40,000. I'm about to sign this. I need this money right now. I ain't got no money like this. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when it came to money, that right, that made the glue the glue just wore thin. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, do I you absolutely to... agree. Which yeah. is why which is the is the exact reason why I felt like wu Tang was the you know, the the, the ultimate formula for it, because they all had their own situations. They all yeah. I, I say this I say this to groups all the time. The more you can keep the money separate, the more longevity you will have as a group. For that. Yeah, there you go. There you go.
1: Is gonna be well, I mean, you you can
0: say one. that more so towards a crew, though, Nick, because, like, with a group, if you got Outkast or you got UGK, you know, I mean, the only reason why them two did solo albums Was because one went to prison and the other one didn't. Then the other one died and the other one's still around. You know, when yeah. you got a group, you really can't keep that money apart. But, like you said, with Wu Tang, they had a crew of artists. But here's the thing about it, though, Kev. You look at UGK. Let's be real. UGK, that was 50 50. They were both strong on their own and strong right. together. We're saying the same thing. You look mm-hmm. at something like, okay, let's look at this set. Are you going to tell me that, you know, Joel Santana and Jim Jones, you know, they're the, you know, hell real is equal to them? No, no. Hell yeah, no. Not at all. You get no. what I'm saying? Are you gonna really gonna you gonna really look at young money and say, Well, you know, Lil Chucky go just as hard as Drake. Hey, but who would have ever imagined with the high boys that Lil Wayne would have been the breakout dude? You always would have thought Juvenile was that guy. Yep. But you have to realize that for the time Juvenile was a breakout guy. Let's not forget, Juvenile still has the highest sales record in cash money history. True that. Four hundred degrees sold more than any other cash money release any other Cash Money release. Yeah. He was a breakout star. And honestly, with, with the exception of Turk, all the hot boys had their chance to shine. BG shined yeah. more of an independent. Juvenile shined when Cash Money was hot. Lil Wayne was the only one left. And I'm not saying that to take anything away from him, but the truth of the matter was, he was the only one left. If you wanted a Cash Money CD... From 2000 to 2003, you either had Lil Wayne or you had Birdman. Your choice. Pick one. I think i go with, with Lil Wayne.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that you is true. Saying? That is true. But true. you look at it now, it's like a lot of these, a lot of crews, they're just not, they, they weren't equal. They were not equal. But and you I mean, nine out of ten times. That is the formula for for that crew because in that crew you're going to have two or three standout guys because nine out of ten times when you put a group of guys together, I've seen it personally where you had two or three guys that stood out, but the rest of them, you know, they were homeboys. you cool with them. You're going to bring them along because you're like, these are my dudes, man. I ain't going to leave them behind like this. And you right. put them on record. They may not be the most talented cat. But you put them on records anyway cause it's your homeboy. That's how a lot of that start where you have the, the separation from Cat right here in the back, like a hell real, all the way up to the Jim Jones. But they knew that from the beginning. They just wanted to put each other on. I mean, if you remember when the crews were put together back in the day, that was the premise of a lot of them, to put the certain dudes on, which I can't say Wu-Tang is an exception of that, and Rough Riders. Rough well, Riders and Wu Tangs are too itself yeah. because they all came in with individ- they were individual artists already coming in right. at one. Right. 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 Yeah. And all those artists, you know, had talent. You know what I'm saying? Like it it just wasn't just uh, you know, one person feeding off the next. You know, all those individual artists had some type of talent. Some some genre and some population of people wanted to buy their album. I can't say I wanted to buy every member of Wu Tang. I didn't, you know. I, no, because so some of that stuff was just flat out over my head, especially when they got yeah. the solo stuff. A lot of that yeah. was over my head. Right, right. But you got to think to collectively. I have for them a to always back. Oh well, I, well, I had that record, but but for but for them to come back time after time, time, time was, to was doing Wu album. I mean, it was you know a lot of crews can't do that. A lot of crews can't come back to the table and do another album, just like when Hot Boys broke up. When they tried to get back together, it didn't work. It didn't under work. One, you know? All the money was under one umbrella. Right, right. All the money now, was under one umbrella. Now, now, as we come into like more present day, of course, you know you have, you know, Puffy still trying to you know get his bad boy you know saying label to the you know back to where. I guess you feel like it needs to be which they still got hot records out there. You know, they 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 still pump music, spending a lot of money. But I think the spending a lot of money is really helping that too. But they do have some interesting artists on the label, but compared to what Puff had back when he had um he had Carl Thomas one twelve, Biggie, Maze, uh, Faith, Black Rob, um had had just a partial situation with Lil Kim. I mean, he will never be able to do that again. He will never be able to, you know, have that brand like he had back in the day with with that amount of talented artists whose albums all went platinum. Well, nobody really is. Let's let's be honest. Nobody really is. I mean, when you think of hip-hop crews nowadays, like crew-wise in terms of putting out albums, you know, you got maybe Maybach Music putting their album out Which I still consider that a hip-hop roster And not, a, not so much a crew right. um, Young Money, of course, is the one everybody likes to holler out But let's be real, that Young Money album went gold You want to know who else went gold? The band Now, yeah. you had an album with Lil Wayne, Drake, and Nicki And the album tapped out at gold and that, don't right. get me wrong, there's nothing but a gold album. Hell, I'd love one. But the truth of the matter is, in the grand scheme of it, in the grand scheme of not even so much the sales from you know the, what we would call the gold major hip hop, but just the normal sales that Lil Wayne puts up, the normal numbers that Drake puts up, the normal numbers that, well, let's not say Nicki, that album still ain't on platinum. Anyway, um, but just in their normal numbers, you're talking about cats that sell in excess of two or three million. And then when it came to the group album, you know, you kind of tap out of gold. Like, that's, that's, to me, there's no, people are not stupid. They can tell when when a group is just a a bunch of thrown-together cats. You get what I'm saying? Like, State Property, State Property was my favorite crew in the early 2000s because all them cats could fit. And they had hot records and they really put them together. So even, you know, not judging by sales, you felt like, okay, these cats are really in the studio and they're really filling this album. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't get that from... But it seems like now, you know what I'm saying, like that's the thing to do. Like, if you're on the label and you're collectively, I guess you would say, um, new artists together, on the label together, why not do a... Compilation collaboration album, but I know nobody's I, gonna I know it. I know the premise behind it. I know the premise behind it. You know they want to see who's going you know, who the fans are gonna gravitate towards the, you know, the most. But why do it though? Nobody's gonna believe it. Let's, let's 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 be honest about it. Nobody's gonna think that it's authentic. Let's be real. Do you really think that you're gonna see, you know, like okay, let's take. You know the the mid to late nineties. Back in the day, you heard the song. If it was a rough rider song, you heard DMX, you heard Jada Kiss, you heard E. Right. You know, mm-hmm. no matter how many one was outselling the other, they were still willing to reach back and get on the verse with the other person. That's what a hip hop crew was. But I, I yeah. think, I, think, I mean, that's cool. But I mean, I think they did it for money purposes too. The labels, the labels pushed that. You know what I'm saying? They they was they pushed, they pushed that was the, the formula, formula then. It works though, Kev. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. you know it's not going to work? Lil' Twist and Nicki Minaj on the phone together. I got a better chance of getting a phone with Nicki Minaj than Lil' Twist, bud. Well, You know, they had some <laughs> strange compilations because, you know, even at right. the Flip Mode Squad, remember the Flip Mode Squad? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah. had some, some weird combinations on them CDs, but it was because it was the crew. Yeah. Yeah. But, that yeah, is okay, true. that's, to me, Flip Mode Squad is not a, a, a good example because with the exception, okay. To Rampage. Spit off, off five split star verses. Rampage. Don't forget about Rampage. Yeah. Rod Digger. Rod Digger. Now, Rod Digger had an album out the hell on. They had Baby Sham, which he wasn't done. Lord Have Mercy wasn't that good. No. But at the same time, Very they right. had cats that were selling, you know, records. That's not. So, Slip Mode is not a good example. Like Flip Mode as a crew and as and, and as Buster's label never really got off, and I think the problem is is the fact that there were so many other crews that were busting heads at the time. It's like they couldn't really compete. Uh mm-hmm. They could. They, they couldn't really compete. Let's just be honest. Yeah. yeah. You let's, let's, your, let's talk about your favorite team. group then. Let's talk about your favorite group, the G Unit. Tony Yayo, the unit wasn't my favorite group. I'm just saying, though. I'm still, I didn't like Tony his, I, Look, I'm gonna tell you right now, I didn't like the D <laughs> Unit group album. I did. I'm just, I'm just saying though, you had Tony Yayo. That was the bottom of the barrel when it came to rapping. Tony Yayo was over. the bottom of the barrel when it came to rapping. But okay, let's look at it from a business standpoint. They have been pre- They like Fifty Cent, and a lot of people won't don't even either they don't realize it or they won't admit it. Fifty Cent took a very simple formula. And he kind of got it from Nelly. He was shouting out Yayo's name from the time he came out. He was setting you up to buy Tony Yayo's album whether Tony Yayo was a good rapper or not. Same thing with Fudd City from Lunatic. They had them talking. They named their first album. Their first group album was named. It was Free Fudd. You get uh, uh, Free City. I am mm. saying? So where yeah. did Tony's album good? Plus, you got to think. City took, a, took another formula. He took a formula from Drake. And he took a lot of his songs and gave them to his artists. You get what I'm saying? Uh
1: mm-hmm. huh. So you right.
0: had, you know, Tom Yeo with um, "So Productive," which was clearly a 50 Cent song. You had Game, even though Game had his own thing going. You know, a good bit of those records were 50 Cent records already. That came well, yeah, well, yeah. On. You well, had, yeah, we, you yeah. know, records for you know Buck, even though Buck had his own thing going on. That city already had those records You definitely had I mean I'm not being funny when I say this And I I I, I like the cat But uh, Lloyd Banks Most of Lloyd Banks' album was 50's album You get what I'm saying But the album still went gold I mean he, he got, Tony A.G. still got a gold album out of it Yeah I mean I, mean, has, I has, mean, has has either the, way it but goes But I don't even categorize them as a group I put them in that same hip hop That crew is a whole yeah, yeah, that's true. Cool. But, you know, like they, 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 they did, did their reason. job. With... They, were some, they were some hangers on. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Had it not been for the, the, the fact that Sissy had a situation, had some money, had some things going on for him, like, what was the likelihood that you would have seen Lloyd Banks and, you know, Tony Yayo together? What's I'm the likelihood it that you would have seen any of them with Buff? Outside of who, wasn't that? If if it had not been for the fifty cent connection and we're not talking about a crew that was oh we all came up together. But I mean they most crews what, are put together, man. Let us let's, let's get that put. Let's let's keep that real. Most crews are put together true, them dudes are put I don't together. Consider them a like crew. everybody else. I don't I don't consider them a crew. I don't consider them a crew at all. Like I said, the, like I think considering G unit a crew. What is, makes a crew is, then, Nick? Well how many members it taking and what makes a crew? I'm not gonna say it's a, a, a member number, but in my eyes, and and I, you know, if this is just my opinion on it, and this is just based on what I've seen, what I've been a part of, what I've witnessed. To me, a crew yeah. is people who have come together on their own accord for the purpose of putting out a starting a movement or starting a project. Okay. Not, All right. Not Let me do this. Let me do this. I'm, hold on, All hold on, hold right. on. I'm signed to Lil Wayne, and I'm the only one from Squad Up who didn't leave him, and now he's got some, some momentum going shouting out this Young Money thing, and next thing I know, I'm in a room with Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Batman. Oh, yeah, we a crew. And they didn't see each other outside of studio sessions if they were even in the studio with each other. Because even Nicki Minaj right. said, Nicki Minaj was on on the road with Gucci for most of the uh, YMT&B album being put together. Mm-hmm. Well That's not a all right, let me all right, so so let's say I don't know I don't know if you know anything about ASAP Mob, but ASAP Mob was like a like a group of kids that just came together at a young age and they stayed together as a crew that wanted to rap. Yep And they started a movement to where here they are today.
1: You know, they yep. have a you know, That's
0: they a are Okay, uh, uh, hold on. The, hold same on that, I, the same way I think that Strange Fruit Project is a is a crew. The same way that I think that, you know, odd future, that's the crew. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bunch of dudes. But um yeah. I'm gonna get y'all check this out. I got the top hip hop, top twenty hip hop crews right here. Right here. I'm gonna get to you. From twenty all the way down to number one. And this is by Encyclopedia Hip Hop is a, as from a psych, encyclopedia, yeah, Number twenty, the commission. If y'all don't know who the commission is, that's Iggy, that. that's Jay Z, no. Charlie Baltimore, Little C's, Lance Riviera, and Puffy. Right.
1: Let's go through
0: this quickly. I that. Nineteen, Flavor Unit. DJ right. Mark, uh Lakeem Queen Latifah Apache, uh, Rob G. Lord Abowski, uh Latif. And uh, rotten rascals and the rest of them dudes right there and R S O was part of which Basino was part of that too. All right, eighteen, the Hilltop Hustlers. You know they had three times dope. Some members in there, some members from Bad Boy in there. Yeah, from, ba- I mean, from Baby Boy. I'm sorry. Double uh, Over- cast. That's an old old crew right there. That might be a little bit above a lot of folks' head right there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Number seventeen, State Property. Y'all know there's Beanie Siegel, Freeway. Bart, Young Guns, Pete Crack. Right. We already know who in Flip Mode Squad. That's number sixteen, number fifteen, the Diplomats. That's Cameron, Jim, Freaky, Jules, and uh, Jules. All right, yeah. number fourteen, Terror Squad. i I'm just saying that these are the top. I'm just telling you, these are crews. Uh, number fourteen, Terror Squad. Y'all forgot about them. Fat Joe, Big Bun, uh, yeah. Big Pun, Armageddon, Triple C, and uh, uh prospect. Number 13, yeah. G-Unit. I ain't got to say win. nothing but G-Unit. Number 12, Dungeon Family. I ain't got to say nothing but Dungeon Family. And, yes, Future was a part of the Dungeon Family, y'all. Yeah, he was. 11, generation. Cash, money, millionaires. I ain't got to say no more than that. All right, we're going to go over here to number 10, Murder, Inc. Yeah.
1: Y'all, y'all,
0: oh, my Daru, God. Daru, yes, yes, yes. Wait, wait, Daru, wait, wait, wait. what version G, of, of, of Santi? It still was a crow Nearby by old Ja Rule And Irv yep. yep. Number nine See, Okay I'm not being fun. Hold on Kev Hold on Kev I gotta tell okay. you this real quick About Murder, Inc You gotta remember There were two versions Of Murder, Inc The, yeah. the original uh, version was Murder, Was JVDMX And Ja Rule uh, Exactly Exactly because they, they were actually supposed to do an album together. I don't know what happened with it. I think Def Jam wouldn't let that happen, I guess. I don't know. I think they got smart and said, we're not going to put Ja Rule on the same album as JV and DMX. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Number nine, No Limit. Too many to name. Yeah. Number eight, Boot Camp Click. Uh some of y'all cats may not remember. That was Shots, still Egg Rock, Ruck.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Slugger, Stranger, Woda. Top dog. I thought he was dead. Uh, number seven, Rough Riders. Y'all know we just talked about them. Number six, the Firm. Nas, Foxy Brown, Nation, mm-hmm. Omega. No, oh,
1: that's number know. six.
0: Number five, the Wu Tang. Too many names. To name. Uh, number four, BDP. Chris. All right. You know what I'm saying? We just carry one. DJ Scott LaRock, the Nice, Kenny Parker. Number three That's the hit squad Who don't remember The hit squad You might not be up On your hip hop If you don't remember The hit squad That was EMP, EPMD Redman K-Solo Dose Effect And Keith Murray And DJ Scratch Number two Native Tongue It's a little bit Far back For some of y'all Youngsters But this was like Queen Latifah, For T.I. Lee Dredd uh, Mike G Baby Sam Sammy B Fife Ali Shaheed This was part Like three different Groups really Into one yeah. But they had Q-Tip in there, money Love. Yeah,
1: That
0: was a big, big, big camp. The number yeah. one, the number one crew of all time, that's what they say. Not I'm on a call time, but the number one crew was the Juice Crew. Molly Marl, yeah. Mar- yep. Roxanne Chate, MC yep. Sam, Mr. Magic, Big Dad, James, Craig G, Tragedy, Biz Marquis, T.J. Swang, Glamorous, Master Ace, Granddaddy IU, DJ Polo. That was a dope crew right there. I right. can agree with them being number one. Yeah, I can definitely agree with them being number one. Yeah, some of those other na- some of those others on that list are real, real. I uh, nah, man. Everybody on here, in my opinion, is a crew, and and then just to give back some of the things, I'm talking about their position. I'm talking about their position on that list. Well, I mean, it, it's just you know, this, hey, let's be real. People. The commission, okay, as dope as the commission and the firmware, let's be real. They never really jumped off. True.
1: Somebody died. Jumped off.
0: <laughs> in, <laughs> somebody jumped They They should been down got and, uh, beat up. With Dre got right. beat up. And Nas, and Nas and Cormega fell out. So I mean, yeah. it wasn't even going to happen after that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, say if if somebody got beat, with, beat up. They, they didn't mention Cuban Link with Terra Squad. Might yeah, yeah, said, he was in there. Said, Nas, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Something. That's that's a little. Nah, I was going through the of Yeah, he was suspect. Mm-hmm. Our terror yeah, Squad but, Yeah Cuba Link was in the Terror Squad yo. Yeah Yeah he was They got know yeah. him on But overall man Just as far as like You know what I'm saying What You know Like a lot of these crews Didn't stick together A lot of them split up man And, and mm-hmm. we know there's various reasons Why a lot of these guys Split up But you know it, It's crazy But um, we got a caller right here Let's, let's bring this call in Caller you live with the middle man On Talk of the Town What's up What's up, Troop of the Dumb, man? What's happening, brother? Oh, man, chilling man, I hear I, you. I hear you. I hear you. Man, These crews, you know, anybody knows something about crews? It's Troop of the Dumb, man. I know about crews. Uh you know, I I reflect back upon uh the NWA posse. Oh yeah. And then mm-hmm. I look at the uh and then I look at the rough ride and click and then I look at Even even crews prior to the advent of those individuals, you know, you look at the Wu-Tang Clan and all of these other groups like that, but, you know, cliques, a lot of cliques split up as a result of unfair treatment in one way or another or wherever people feel that they're being treated, they're not being treated right. You know, you take, for example, uh, one one of the things that stood out for me, and taught me a lot about crews and and and, and the connection with handling business uh from that type of perspective was the n w a possibly the n w a crew you know yeah. you, you, you got you got your front line, you got dr dre you right. got yellow boy you know what i mean you got you got you know ice mean? Cube. you know ren ren was a was a six man on the squad actually you know he wasn't one of the original uh, parts of it. But, you know, when it came down to the handling the business and the, and the money aspect of the right. situation, that's when people started looking cockeyed and everything. Because, you know, once, once, like, for instance, you remember when the Easy Does It album came out? Uh,
1: yeah.
0: So You know yeah. what I'm saying? See, when the Easy Does It album came out, one of the conflicts that was involved with that was, was dealing with contractual differences. You know, that mm. was Easy's album. But you know, a lot of people didn't know that Ice Cube wrote all of those songs. Yeah. You know, Ice Cube wrote that wrote that man's record. But the title of the thing was uh, N.W.A. Easy Does It. Easy E. It is a mm-hmm. it was an Easy E's album. So you know, we have to look at the things in terms of a business. So when the checks came in, Jerry Heller couldn't disperse the checks equally a month. And I think the checks were in the amount of like seventy five thousand dollars a piece. Uh-huh. But he, could, he couldn't disperse those checks because N.W.A. you know wasn't signed as a group on the label, and so right. the checks were obsolete until he had to get everybody that was listed on the on the roster. You got uh, 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 Dr. Dre, you know Andre Wright, and all these people that was listed on the uh, N.W.A. roster by name, these individuals weren't listed on the N.W.A., on the uh, Ruthless label as a group.
1: True so that.
0: Larry not dispersed the $75,000 check amongst them until they all signed as a group. Well, Ice Cube looked at that and was like, whoa, wait a minute. I can't mess oh, with some, it. This flick stuff. I can't get yeah. it. Everybody exactly. Else True. Yeah, exactly. Trooper, I got a question you. for you. I got a question uh-huh. for you now. What, what makes... What made some of those crew those crews strong? You know, because like like we were just saying a couple of minutes ago, a lot of these crews, even though we spoke on a lot of them, a lot of them broke up, and I know money was an issue on some. But what made a crew strong? What you think? What in your opinion? What made these guys strong, and what really broke a lot of these guys apart? I think what it, I think what made a lot of them those groups strong is the actual trials and tribulations that they witnessed, the thrill of. And I think that they would say the same thing. But I think what split them up is a lack of knowledge and insight into the business. Into the business, if yeah. if they had, had a working knowledge of how the music business goes, then I don't think that, I think that a lot of them would still be together to this day.
1: Right. And you got
0: to think, think about this new trooper. You know, back when NWA was forming, none of them knew anything about the business. All no, they easy. knew was how to actually do music and go get money from shows. They didn't right. know anything about, you know, paper. Right. Easy right. Easy was approached by the right. you know what i saying, by the, by the label and then the money and then he saw how much money he could make. And then right. that's when the table turned. You well, know what I'm saying? I think a lot easy. of labels like that happened. Right. Well see the, the thing is with a lot of the lot of the companies now in the artist roster, is that the artists are not, don't have the boss type of mentality. The easy always had a boss type of mentality because he sold dope on the street and he always was a boss in that regard. But even yeah. he didn't understand the game in his fullest thread. So Jerry Heller, right? And Smoothie, now he took time out with himself and, and, and dedicated and committed himself to learning the business. Well, just think. And and, and then Ice Cube did it later on. But they're just, all all of them had that boss type of mentality like that and could understand the business and took out time to take, you know, to learn the business in the light that easy actually learned it. They never would have felt that they would have got screwed out of a deal. Because in, in all actuality, there's no such thing as a good record deal. It don't exist. A good record deal deals with you getting exactly what you want. And, nobody and that ain't going to happen no more. Gonna mm-hmm. yeah, that ain't going to happen no more. But, you Looking know, one, the thing, that, that you one yeah. thing that we noticed, man, is that, like, even just dealing with crews from back in the day and, and these collections of group and artists that were put together, it, it's rare to see something on that level that we saw a long time ago with right. the talent that they acquired. Because right. we were talking about, like, one thing, in my opinion, the Hit Squad was a very talented crew. Very yeah. You had Eric EPMD, you had Keith Murray, you had Redman, you had Dawsin right. Effect and K. Solo. Now Dawsin Effect may have been on the low end of the talent of that crew, but at the same time, I think when they were put together by, by you know what I'm saying, Eric, man, it was like, it was. I mean, you know, Paris and Eric, man, they they made a good choice for the for that roster. You look at a, a lot of these guys now, you know, it's like, okay, you may got one one or two talent out of that whole crew. Right. You know what I'm saying? But overall, when you look at it, those guys can't, the, everybody else on that group can't hold a candle to the right. top stars. But back in the day, everybody could handle their own. Now it's like, yeah. okay, hopefully he can hold up yeah, on Okay. Okay. And then if that's the case, then you can't help but look at how individuals and parts of groups have a tendency to ego trip. Everybody wants to shine. But, you know, oh, yeah. And that's the thing. But the people that, have to, like, in today's. Our music industry. The biggest problem, the biggest problem with the crews of today is that they never learn the lessons of past groups. Exactly. So they are never going to be dynamic. The right. They're they never going to go gonna for be the finish. Finish. There would never be another Wu-Tang Clan. There would never be another Death Row. There would never be another NWA. There would never be another bad boy. I don't care how much money Puppy got. I don't care how much money Jay got. He would never, ever, ever be able to. Look at Master P. Master C would never be able to put another No Limit Clip. Nah. Nah. That's funny house. you and said you know that. Why? I said the, the same the kids, thing. Because the kids... Today in the music industry is just simply cut from different cars and they're facing with totally different circumstances as opposed to how it was in the, in the, in the yesteryears. Back then, these brothers coming from Marshy Projects and 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 and, and, and Western and all these places, they know what it's like to be in poverty. These people up today, those people in the past, are their fathers, and right. their fathers right. are rich, so they have provided a life. For these individuals that they don't have to witness the thrill of so much impoverishment, mm-hmm. I to so where they don't have to feel like we ain't got to struggle too much, our Daddy got this money, or our uncle got this money, and we know somebody that's know us that got this money, But back then, look at Jay, Jay was known as a crap shooter, man, and Martin Brown yeah, right. is on his knees, shooting shoot, crap, but he's the same one that got on the album telling the world, "Man, I came in this thing a hundred grand strong. He came in a hundred grand strong because he hustled to get that money. Today, these kids can call their daddy. Biggie Simmons can call call his daddy and say, look, man, <laughs> let me get a hundred grand, man. Hey, all on no what, man. True, man, we appreciate you for your call. We got another caller waiting. We're going to oh, better bring them in, man. You're welcome trying to come through, my man. All the time, man. It's a blessing to be able to talk with you, brother, man. Most definitely. I appreciate you it. Comments. All right. new era. Right. We gonna bring in Fat Baby. What's going on out there in Griffin, GA? Man, you know the same old, same old. Man, just on the grind right now, man. Yeah, what <laughs> you got an opinion on these hip hop crews, man? What make a crew strong? Because I know you seen one. I'm gonna say a name, and me and you gonna know what, they, what we talking about. We talking about Red Clay Warriors. What make a crew uh, strong? What make what make a crew strong, girl? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That every individual in that crew. They can stand out and hold their own. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that to me, in my in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like you, can, you can go down the whole crew roster and be like, "Hey, I can't wait to hear some solo from these guys." You know what I'm saying? From this guy right here. You know what I'm saying?
1: Look right. at the Wu.
0: You know what I'm saying? Each just about every member of the Wu, they had goddamn a guy that will come in. You know what I'm saying? They had a guy that's like, "Hey, yo, I'm the zone." You do what i Probably the weakest link to me was ODB. You right. know what I'm saying? ODB to me, had one of the hardest followers of all of them. Not and that's not discredited ODB, but to me, right. you know what I'm saying? The other eight members of the rule, Circle. Uh, they say you guy was the weakest link, <laughs> even though I like you guys. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like to me, though, you know what I'm saying? That what it was like with the rule, Think about it. You know what I'm saying? with uh, Cash Money was in their prime. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. To me, the, weak, the weakest link out of that crew to, to me was Turk and shit. Turk got platinum, you know what I'm saying, under his belt. You know what I'm saying? Just about everything that came out of No Limit, you know what I'm saying? And shit, for a minute, it was probably all the way up to goddamn ghetto dope. Everything that came through that motherfucking shit, them niggas did at least gold or platinum. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, well This on un- family, yeah. man. I mean, I know that you're an artist, you're in a group, you know, y'all have a crew of guys y'all, you know, deal with and work with. You know yeah. um, what keeps you guys, you know, strong and, and keep you guys going, or, or there's certain things that egg you alone and make you want to be like, man, forget about it. I don't even want to be in the in the crew no more. It, it it it's all about having fun, man. You know what I'm saying? And the chemistry. You
1: right. know what I mean?
0: Because we went like I don't been I don't been in groups. You know what I'm saying? Similar to Red Clay, like um a while back was matter of fact, probably about uh. Almost ten years ago, you know what I'm saying? I was in a group uh, called the Woodwork Click.
1: Cool. You know what I'm
0: saying? And we had thirteen members. You know what I mean? Wow. But our love for this this thing that we do called hip hop kept it interesting. It kept it fresh. You got thirteen different personalities that any any track that came on in the studio, you know what I'm saying? You got niggas jocking. For position, like hey yo, I want to get on this shit here. You know what I'm saying? It, right. We don't have fight. We don't down there. It came the blows about hey, who gonna get on this song right here. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you, to- man. I think creativity is expressed right. and exposed right. more so with the crew because you, yeah, you know the guy not not that they may not be able to have delivery on the record, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? They give you that vibe that you need to put. I'm uh, 16 down or will help and you with your bars You never know And that's it You know what I'm saying Like right now My group The Grindhouse Right now it, It's been narrowed down To just me and China. You know what I mean And I'm making my business That In the track That me and him own together Just two of us In the track That me and him Only together I got to bust his ass yeah. You know what I'm saying I ain't gonna let you out Spit me You know what I mean I
1: ain't There's gonna let you outspit me
0: and, and I'm talking about We could be in the studio and, boom, like if he finished, if, if I come in the studio and he already got his verse dead to us uh, all, we sitting there writing together. And, boom, I hear his shit. And what I got on the paper so far I ain't up to stuff. Guess what? I'm going to ball that shit up and motherfucking eat that verse.
1: You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying?
0: Because I got, I got to come harder. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's what makes it cool. Because now, you know what I'm saying? It's it, it, it like on that K-9 shit. We friends, but my objection is to murder you. You know right. what I'm saying? But, My objection is every time you hear me spit, I got to outbust you.
1: You know right, what I mean?
0: Yeah. I got to. You know what I mean? And that's just, you know what I'm saying? That's the competition. And and I'm so glad K-Dot did what he did. You know what I mean? Let's get bring this shit back to rapping. Let's see who, who who who's the best rapper. You know what I'm saying? I he, would he let it crew against crew. That, that used to be one of the big things back right. in the day. Yeah. yeah. When we talk about yeah. top, uh, what, uh, top Dog Entertainment against XYZ, Top Dog said they the best crew out there right now. Right now, you yeah, know, you know have Rocky and his crew and all the other yeah. guys. We don't have a whole lot of crews in this generation, but yeah. like, you know, yeah. just the competition of it. Yeah, that's it. And like for a little minute, you know, what I'm saying, like, I got my little my little hip hop group on Facebook that you know, what I'm we sit down and have discussions about it. You know, and we 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 like the top crews right now is the Young Money Crew. You know, what I'm saying the Maybach Music Crew and the Good Music Crew. And, I'm like, man, we had an ongoing debate, like, all right, out of them three, who's the best? Wow, you know what I mean? That's crazy, because if that, that's all we limited, I limit ourselves to. Because, I mean, from 2000, really, like, 98 to 2006, we had multiple crews. And now yeah, yeah. we're only down to a lot of crews. Right. Yeah, we, we, yeah, shit been narrowed down to, like, three crews. You're like I mean you got you got some on the on the on the on the on the on the, on the horizon about there, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, but I mean the like, major major Yeah, yeah, major yeah. crews. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I mean because niggas want that the niggas want that individual shine. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, like what T I just did with the hustle Yeah, with the hustle gang thing, you know what I'm saying? Like T I like, okay, this is my crew right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and then think about it and if, you you probably been forgot about the hustle gang crew. And he got some spitters on that crew. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can't sleep on them. But yeah, like you know the majors. You know niggas want that solo shine, man. Niggas want that. Niggas want that individual shine. Niggas ain't you know what I'm saying? Really just like okay, you know, outside of that major artist, it ain't nothing. You know what I mean? So it's like you know what I mean? Like niggas ain't really just doing it like that no more. I like, I don't know. You know well, what I'm saying? Like like maybe you know what I'm saying? Maybe there's a com- the camaraderie of okay we came up together. Cause like a lot of these niggas just manufacturing crews. Like right. a lot of you know, the back in the days, you know what I'm saying? Like your crew was niggas you came up with. Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. We 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 was broke together. We hit this road together. You know what I mean? Got Okay, got them. Y'all put me to the forefront. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and kick the door, man. Look like how never did with the Saint Lunatic. You know what I'm saying? They put a the nigga to the forefront, like, hey, but all the niggas came up together. These niggas was broke together, and they ain't what's really going on right now. You know what I'm saying? These niggas, you know what I'm saying? These niggas just manufacturing them. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a fire, like I'm sign a, a like, a, a like some of the best rappers I know, and these niggas hungry. This that, the third. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't really yeah, that man, real. But you know one thing, man. You know, Fat Baby, man, we gonna go ahead and kind of shut everything down. But I appreciate you for those comments. But like you just said, man, a lot of these guys are manufactured today. Even though a lot That's of them were manufactured back in the day, because I'm looking at, uh, even with OutKast, you know, those dudes were put together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, those yeah, two yeah. were put together. But, I mean, it, it made a great combination of artists. And we got yeah. one of the best top hip-hop southern groups ever.
1: But, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I do
0: think that honesty, I mean, not honesty, but loyalty pays a Big part of it, especially if we grew up together, but we got to be able to function together, like you said. That, that's Mr. it, Chris, that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's All that it. stuff, yeah, and I so, yeah, you know, had that crap in the barrel, man. Most you know what, man? what I'm You gotta want to eat and let, let your family eat. That, that's your you family. You know what I'm saying? That's you know? it, man. You man, but uh, yeah. we appreciate you for your call tonight, man. We look forward to you. Let's shout out to your uh, group, man. You can say your group name on here, man. We might come hey, on and check it out. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? grind House, man, we come in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I took a break from the lab that, you know what I'm saying, just— just so I can call, like, I ain't even know what the sub-schools, I yeah. just called in, like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Because, hey, my people, y'all do, y'all think I love what y'all do, man, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate y'all it, man, appreciate it. going, man, you know what I'm saying? House we coming, set, baby, I'm coming, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep y'all posted on what's going on, man, you know what I'm saying? Griffin, Georgia, stand up, man, you know what I'm saying? Middleman Radio, stand up, man, you know what I'm saying? I love appreciate what y'all do, man, real talk. 70. Hey, give a shout-out to your it. discussion group, too, man, where y'all discuss everything, yeah. Man, most definitely, most definitely, man, you know what I'm saying? All, already, man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? It's a closed group, man, but um, I think I added you. You know what I mean? I, I, can't, I can't remember, you know if what I'm saying? you say? like, do it again. All right, I'm going to do it again, man, and jump in there, man, because, like I said, we, we have some shit going on, man, you know what I'm saying? We we, we, we like opinions, but we respect facts, you know what I'm oh, saying? Most that's what it. we do, man, you know what I mean? All day, man, like I said, man, y'all keep doing y'all thing, man, why? I appreciate it, right, man, appreciate, appreciate. it. Alan Man, yep. I appreciate it, man. It's a great topic that you brought up, man, and uh shout out to our man, you know what I'm saying, Trooper Dunn out there. I know he's doing his thing too. I just heard one of his mix tape online a couple of days ago. Gotta tell you, boy, you C Shaw making some music now. Gotta let you know. Y'all doing some things there. All right, man. Shoot, let's let's take it out, man. Sure. Tune in to another episode of Talk of the Town with the Little Man. on <coughs> uh, next Thursday. <laughs> at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time Excuse me him, you know what I'm Got a little choke <laughs> Great show we're going to have On the Middleman Talk Show On this Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time 5 p.m. Central On the same Middleman Radio Same Middleman Show And we out Well done Yeah Fell five Middleman Yeah felt five Oh, follow me at Felt5 on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, it's the top of the town, man. It's so ill. We talking real news in the music business here. Take your opinion in the chat or you can call in. Hey, they be going in. Hey, they be going in. On them guests in the industry. Knowing more things, more guests don't see. Keep be to the ground and you will see. Most things ain't what they appear meant to be. Cut to the chase and the real McCoy. Telling you that they ain't gonna no toy around with no issue. Shedding light on dark signals. Yes, and, and, and now they online. the past.